Coffee Hour. I'm Sarah Golseth. I'm Andy Bates. We have... It's going to be fun today. <laughs> when is it not? Well, it's, I feel like we say that every day. Okay, so we just like what we do I here. Guess, I guess get to so. tell. We get to, get to share stories. Uh, of people. Of people. Of some people. Yeah, particularly the, the church's story. And today... All about vocation today. Vocation. I knew there was a key word that was coming up. Thanks for thinking of that. You're welcome. It's my job. (laughs) (laughs) Some days. I don't know. Uh, We get to talk about a a unique vocation today that, uh, I don't know, most baptized children probably have this vocation. I would think. I would hope. They have sponsors. They have godparents. So we have godparents and godchildren. And in studio today to talk about it. Some of our favorite people. I'm just singing a lot today. That must mean it's really fun. <laughs> oh, but that's what we need. Well, maybe we'll get to that. We'll get to hymns about. Oh, hey, that that's I'm writing that one down. Another talking point. Thanks to our friends at Concordia University, Wisconsin, for supporting the coffee hour. Find out more about them at Concordia University, Wisconsin's website, cuw.edu, or on our website, kfuo.org. You can find them in the underwriter section there at the top of the page. Yes. All right, I guess we have to introduce introduce our guests. We have uh, Katie Sherman. It is always a pleasure to be in your company. And this, this time, is Seth. Thank you. And this time in studio. Last time I was over the phone. This is a, a treat indeed. <laughs> and uh, Pastor Michael Sherman. Hello. Hello. <laughs> and uh, your very special godchildren. Two uh, two of of others, maybe. Yes. Um, <laughs> I have 13 godchildren. I'm so wow. blessed. So these are two of my 13. Yes, I only have 12. Oh, so. man. <laughs> got to get another one. One of them got list. Katie, but not me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we won't talk about that today. <laughs> uh, Olivia and Lydia Brown are with us in the studio. Welcome. Hi. Hi. Hello. Thanks for joining us in the studio today. Yeah. Those are the sweet little giggles you hear in the studio. It's always great to have young ones in studio. So, Katie, you're the one that actually brought this up to our attention, and I think this is a fantastic topic. So, um, tell me uh, what what kind of sparked this uh, this topic for you to to bring here to tell these stories. Well, we are delighting in the fact that for the very first time, Olivia and Lydia have come to stay with us for an entire week. In Illinois. They wow. actually live in South Dakota where their mother and father, the Reverend Thomas Brown and his wife, Lucy Brown, live. And um, we are not ready to send them back tomorrow, <laughs> but we must. <laughs> and so knowing that they were going to be here and knowing that we wanted to take them to St. Louis to see the zoo. Uh, and since you two are always so generous to invite us to participate <laughs> in your programming, I thought it might be a great opportunity um, to hear from the younger side of the vocation, what is it to be a God child? What is it to to be a God child? When you probably don't remember your baptism, I bet, and that day when uh, when you were baptized and welcomed into God's kingdom through the gifts of baptism, or probably don't even remember that uh, that you when you had uh, when they became your godparents. What does it mean? to to be a god child what do you think do you have some some thoughts on that we'll start with lydia and then we'll go to olivia i think it means it's like having a whole nother set of parents only they teach you more about god and jesus 
Olivia? Um, I think they're like aunt and uncle, mom and dad, and they nurture us in God's, God's word and faith. They nurture you in God's word and in the faith. And they're, they're kind of like, kind of like you said, kind of like aunt and uncle. What has it been like spending time with them this week? Uh, having some, this is your first time to spend a whole week with them. What are some of the things you've gotten to do during your visit with your, your godparents this week? We went swimming. We had a tea party. We, uh, we played with a bunny. <laughs> <laughs> played with Boo. We went to the zoo. There's some crazy there's some crazy stories from the zoo too, I've heard. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, Giant hippo. So you've had a lot of what was that? Giant hippo. Giant hippo. So you've had you've had a, an opportunity to do a lot of fun things together and to, to make some memories as well. How do how do they how do they tell you or how do they you mentioned they nurture you in God's word. What are some ways that, that you spend time in God's word or you're nurtured in God's word with your godparents? We do devotions at the end of the day, and uh, we talk about what it means to be a godchild and godparent, and how we can still go to church and all that stuff. Are there ways that they uh, that they help you remember your baptism, or they celebrate your baptism birthday with you? Um, yeah. Um, they make. A baptism book with pictures from our baptism. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and they make a baptism banner for us, too. Yeah? Yeah. Are there special things that they do on your baptism birthday with you? Like, do you get cards and presents and stuff? No. Oh. No. But the, the banner and, and the... Uh, and what, what was it that you said? Baptism book. The baptism book. Tell me about the baptism book. That sounds really cool. It's got pictures from our baptism, like when we were getting baptized... And it talks about what happened afterward and before the baptism. Do you like to look through that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What does yeah. that mean for you to have that 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 um, physical thing that you can kind of remember something that happened when you were just a little baby? It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Katie, you were going to say something. What did we do in the car when we were driving <laughs> to Mr. and Mrs. Rowley's house? What, what's, what's one thing we like to do we, together? Um... We went around the car with the different parts of the Apostles' Creed, and everyone said one of the parts was like um, someone started, and then the next someone else said the second part of the Apostles' Creed, and someone else said the third, and then we went around the car like that. We even um, went through the commandments, right, and maybe made up a few. Yeah, made up a few commandments. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> yes, some some very interesting new new laws were created, weren't they? <laughs> oh dear! <laughs> but we quickly realized that they were not. Those were not the true the true laws of our Lord. <laughs> Is that something that's special to to your relationship with your godparents? So uh, going through the catechism and the parts of the catechism and and uh, remembering those things so that they're really stuck in your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, um, Lydia, on this week something special happened for you. What did you What did you do this week? I memorized the Apostles' Creed, and everyone tries memorizing all the 
up for all the creeds. And when you do, you get three pieces of candy. So I finished. Um, I memorized that. And that was my last thing that I had to memorize. So you got three pieces of candy. Nice. Was it three pieces of candy or three... <laughs> Types bags. of candy. <laughs> Three bags of candy. <laughs> that is a big difference. <laughs> I did not realize this was a, a an important uh, you know responsibility of of godparents. It candy. can be. <laughs> one one thing we've decided to do with with all of our godchildren, um, we try to do it, 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 it. You know, depending on whether they they're interested in participating or not, is. Uh, uh, different rewards for for memorizing the different uh at least the, the kind of the chief texts of the, the the christian faith so um as they memorize each commandment what do we do is it a quarter is a that quarter. what we do yep. um do a quarter for each commandment as they memorize them then the uh that's why they were making up commandments. Uh, that's, right. that's right wait a second we can get rich <laughs> um we uh do when they remember the Apostles' Creed, because it's three persons, one God, we get three types of candy, more than pieces. <laughs> and um, the gospel is not stingy. That's right. That's right. That's right. God is, is super abundant in His grace, and sounds like a book title. Uncle Michael, at least, was was super abundant at the at the grocery store with the candy. <laughs> and then the uh, Lord's Prayer, when they memorize the Lord's Prayer. Um, we do ice cream. Oh man! We go out for ice cream, so it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun for it's pretty fun for the godparents too. Let's be honest. <laughs> I'm sorry you had to have ice cream. Take yeah, the it's, it's it was rough. <laughs> Olivia. Um, I joked about this because we just had, uh, I think it was a Sunday that we said the Athanasian Creed. So I asked. Do we have to memorize the Athanasian Creed? And they said, you don't have to. And I'm like, I'll look on that. <laughs> yeah, I promise to get something quite quite big if uh, yeah. if Olivia memorizes the Athanasian Creed. That would be, that would impressive. be impressive. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That is a you, long one. You better than me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is, well, let's talk about your vocation as godparents. Um, when you were approached, when you were asked to to serve as sponsors for these children and for the the other umpteen children that you were asked to to be baptismal sponsors for, as we call them, godparents, quite often, um, what did you understand about that vocation before you took on that vocation? What did you understand about it, and what have you learned uh, since becoming a, a godparent? Yeah, that's a great question. What did we understand about it beforehand? I mean. I suppose, you know, beforehand we knew, you know, kind of the general, which is, okay, we're supposed, we should be there for the baptism if possible. We'll stand up there and uh, uh, participate in the rites and all of that. Um, I suppose pray, pray for them. But uh, uh, beyond that, at least for my part, I didn't give a lot of thought to a lot more of the, I suppose, the possibilities that, that come with that vocation of just helping them to be raised in the faith. Um, I, I didn't grow up in the church, so I didn't have a lot of experience. I didn't have a godparent, for example, and I, I didn't have any experience with it. Um, in contrast to, you know, to Katie, who probably had maybe a little bit more idea about what she was, uh, getting into. But, um, uh, in terms of what, what kind of what we've learned, that was the second part of the question, right? Um, I, I 
I I guess what we've learned, or at least what I've learned, is the again the 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 wonderful possibilities that are there. I mean, you know, supporting their their parents, supporting the the church in raising them in the faith, encouraging them in Jesus. Uh, there's all kinds of ways to make that uh, enjoyable and, and fun and, and special more than just, you know, memorizing, which is fine and good and we should do it. But there's great ways to, to make that more than just saying something over and over and over again. I want to hear what Katie has to share, but we need to take a quick break. And uh, when we come back, we'll learn more about about uh, your perspective on this vocation of Godparent. We're talking with the Shermans and their goddaughters, Olivia and Lydia Brown. You're listening to Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. We'll be right back. Join Lutheran Immigration and Refugee Service and congregations across the country as we celebrate Refugee Sunday, a time to lift up the gifts that migrants and refugees bring to our country and to reflect on Christ's message to welcome the stranger. Together, we can continue the mission of welcoming, embracing, and empowering newcomers. Visit lirs.org slash kit to download the Refugee Sunday kit for your congregations, including worship guides, bulletin inserts, videos, and more. lirs.org slash kit. Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golson. We are talking with Lydia and Olivia Brown and their godparents, the Reverend Michael Sherman and Katie Sherman, in studio today talking about the vocation of godchildren and godparents. And uh, before we, we, we took a quick break, uh, we were just getting ready to hear Katie's perspective on this vocation of, of godparent, what you uh, knew about being a godparent before you took on this vocation, and uh, what you've learned along the way. Well, I grew up with a baptismal banner hanging in my room. And so having that icon of my day of salvation formed me for sure. And so I knew going into it that um, unless the the church, um, which the, the family that we're being godparents to, unless that church already provides a banner, one of my goals was just to, to make a banner for our godchildren. And we do something a little special. Um, my banner is made of burlap and so is my husband's. So um, we make all of our godchildren's banners out of the same kind of burlap, just as a way of linking us all together. It's more just a thing that I think is really cool and special. I don't know <laughs> <laughs> if any of them know very much about it, but um, having been blessed to uh, be in this vocation for you know, 13, 14 years at this point, um, I've learned one that I don't, I don't do it well enough um, I don't pray enough. Uh, I don't have enough conversations with my godchildren. Um, I don't send cards on their <laughs> baptismal birthdays, uh, partly because I'm afraid I'll, I'll fail at that. If I start that tradition, I won't be able to keep that up. Um, but I, I was surprised by the joy that it would be to participate in the parenting of our precious godchildren. Um, and that's all because... Like, for example, Olivia and Lydia's parents, they encourage us to take part in that. And it is such a privilege and it's a pleasure to reinforce the excellent parenting of Tom and Lucy Brown. 
um, for example, that they would uh, they um, they are blessed with eight children. So to arrange their family life so that two of their children can come across the country to be with us is a great sacrifice uh, to their family life. But yet that they would value our participation and our input enough to uh, make that a priority. Um, and we're so blessed that they raise their children to love us and to know us and to respect us. It makes it a pleasure to be with them. But I, I am so thankful for every time we get a chance to just reinforce the faith that their parents are teaching them, the faith into which they have been baptized. And uh, last night, my husband was reading through the baptismal service with these two, and I got a little emotional, didn't I, girls? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that never happens, does it? <laughs> but what really struck me was this was the first time that I remember us reading through that service together and Uncle Michael was talking about how when you were babies, you weren't able to physically speak yet. So who spoke um, the words of faith in place of you? Who did that? during Godparents. The oh, yeah. And it was such a, a joy for me to know that we got to speak those words for our goddaughters and today to watch them um, boldly confessing that faith themselves, the faith which God has given them. And uh, I... I was deeply moved by that. <laughs> That's such a really uh, it's a cool experience. Not not an experience I've been able to, I've been blessed with yet, but uh, to have that, that kind of comes full circle that, that you see uh, what what uh, this relationship has, has blossomed into and the, the fruits of it too. It does. And it reminds me of, um, girls, would you like to talk about what we do right before bedtime? Like literally when you're in your beds? Um, so Aunt Katie she will ask us what song what hymn or song she she wants to she um we want her to sing to us and then she'll sing that hymn or song to us and then yeah and I ask you I say who are you and what do you say Olivia we're a baptized and redeemed child of God and then I say, to whom do you belong? I belong to Jesus. And then we sing, right? Yep. Yep, it's pretty precious. Do you have a favorite hymn? God's own child. <laughs> That's a good one. Olivia, do you, have, do you have a favorite? Or is that your favorite, too? That's my favorite, too. That is yeah. a good one. I approve. <laughs> Would you like to sing it? Should we sing it together? Yeah. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. God's own child, I gladly say it. I am baptized into Christ. He, because I could not pay it, gave my full redemption price. Do I need earth's treasures many? I have one worth more than any. That brought me salvation free, lasting to eternity. That is an awesome hymn to have memorized. <laughs> <laughs> I think we sing it at almost all of the baptisms at our church, and every time I get teary-eyed because it's so good. <laughs> so, um, when we're or when you're when you're able to sing with your godparents and also pray with your godparents, what does that mean for you to know that they're praying for you even when you're not together? Um, does that does that make you feel like um, 
like somebody is is uh, thinking about you and and praying for your needs even when when they're not with you yeah yeah they make and they make me feel special and yeah <laughs> <laughs> Katie what does that mean for you to be able to have have the privilege of of praying for all for for Lydia and Olivia and the and your other godchildren it's a gift it's a gift from our Lord it's a gift from him um, given to us through their parents. And uh, again, I wish I, I wish I were better at it. But um, I find that's kind of the link from year to year in our vocation as godparents. Uh, obviously, like these two, we're going to say have maxed out on their memorization, uh, unless the Athanasian Creed makes an appearance. Um, although we always tell them, and just as a reminder, every hymn stanza that you memorize is another quarter. Oh. And so... Um, but uh, the, the thing that has been continual is that uh, we are called, as best we can, constantly to pray for them. And as they grow, as they mature, as they change, as they grow in their faith, um, sometimes the things we're praying about for them change, but also they don't. <laughs> You've had the, the opportunity to have a week together this year, so you get to spend a lot of quality time together. How do you, uh, how do you live out this vocation of of godparent when you're apart? I mean, we're you're in uh, is North Dakota, South Dakota, South Dakota, South Dakota, South Dakota, That's a long way and Illinois. <laughs> so there's some distance. There's some miles between you. How do you, how do you live out this vocation as godparent and godchildren uh, living so far away? What do you guys do? We. Have well, we on the way here we had our dad bring us to meet in the morning, and Uncle Michael would meet us there for lunch, and then we went up separate ways. Mm -hmm. And we sent notes and some phone calls and FaceTime. Yeah. Like on Mother's Day, what do you do for me? We send you a picture <laughs> and yeah. a letter. And on Father's Day, I get stuff to usually too, which is pretty nice. We're pretty blessed. Yeah. As far as we go, I mean, we you know, we pray for them, of course, and, and uh, you know, as we're weak, so that's not always as, uh, as much or as often or as faithfully as we would like, but uh, pray for them, and uh, uh, we'll try to give them calls on their birthdays and their baptism birthdays as best we can, and, uh, of course, we... We are blessed to have a, a good friendship with the whole family and with their parents, so we'll often kind of hear about what's going on in their lives and uh, more detailed ways to pray then, you know. Um, but uh, I don't know. What else? Is there anything else you can think of? Well, we, um, we try as best we can to be present for their baptism, to witness that. Uh, there are some major holidays. There's a Thanksgiving we got to spend with them one time make those memories together uh, because their father was at seminary the same time as my husband we've um, been blessed to sometimes uh, be near them close to when they're born of course because mm -hmm. that would be close to their baptism day uh, Christmas time again you girls have already maxed out but um, <laughs> starting their first year of life and I got this idea from Mrs. Elizabeth Moline this is not my own idea um, we like them each to have their own nativity and so starting with their first year, we usually start by uh, shipping them Jesus, 
with an explanation of why he's important to the nativity story. <laughs> and then we um, add a figure each year until they, they have their own nativity. And I always like to tease their mother every Advent because at this point, your house is covered in nativities, isn't it? Because yeah. you're you're blessed to be two of eight children, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, six of which are our godchildren. So um, there are a lot of nativities in the Brown household. If you'd like to take a tour <laughs> on Advent. Um, actually, the biggest the biggest challenge with that is is actually finding different unique nativities each year. <laughs> <laughs> and appropriate nativities each year. <laughs> Affordable nativities each year. No. Um, uh, other things that we like to do um, is, uh, would you like to talk about maybe we talk about weddings sometimes, about the importance of if, if God blesses us with the gift of a spouse. And then we kind of like to talk about um, what would what would that day be like? Um, Olivia, do you have any ideas about that? Um, I think I'd want the guy I married to be a Lutheran or Christian, or both, even better. Um, uh, How about your wedding ceremony? Oh, um, I want, I I want my dad and my um Michael to do the marriage, and um I th- I've thought through it, and I thought, well, maybe my husband can decide who which who does what, because I want one of them to do the sermon and one to do the ceremony part. Isn't that thoughtful? How blessed are we? I already told her I would. So. <laughs> <laughs> We have uh, just about a minute left. Um, do you have any words of wisdom? I know that's probably a very short amount of time for it, but <laughs> any any uh, encouragement for for godparents and godchildren listening uh, to to encourage them in their vocations? Relationship is so important as best you can. Face to face time is important, and I uh, I can't tell you what a wonderful thing it is to get to talk to them about our Lord, because not only are we blessed to share the faith with them, but they share it back to us. My advice would be, be steadfast in prayer for one another, um, especially as Godchildren get older, they are much more uh, able to kind of live out that part of their vocation too on their own. And so uh, prayer is a wonderful thing to do for one another. Lydia, Olivia, thanks for being our guests here on the Coffee Hour this morning. Yeah. <laughs> Katie and, and, and Michael, thank you so much for being our guests here and uh, sharing your, your story about being godparents. Thank you. Very happy to be here. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO, the listener-supported broadcast ministry of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO radio, visit kfuo.org or text KFUO to 41444. KFUO, Christ for you, anytime, anywhere. Concordia University, Wisconsin and Mequon overlooks a half mile of beautiful Lake Michigan shoreline. CUW campus is located 15 miles north of Milwaukee with over 70 undergraduate majors, 28 graduate degree programs, and doctorate programs in pharmacy, physical therapy, occupational therapy, and nursing practice. 
CUW offers online learning and accelerated learning at one of nine Wisconsin centers and one in St. Louis. Traditional or accelerated education, CUW has the program for you. CUW.edu.